Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we have Stephanie Stegeheis. Stephanie owns Just Know How, which is a marketing agency that helps course creators with building out their marketing, their sales funnels, their email sequences, and more. She also helps course creators build their brand from the ground up to give them a strong foundation for future growth and success. That's so important to start out with. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're so welcome. So could you, for our audience, please share a bit more about yourself, um, your expertise, and what how you serve your clients? Absolutely. So uh, you actually already introduced it very well. So uh, my expertise is is marketing, but in 2018, I really decided to uh, really work it out into one industry, as that is, of course, one of the biggest marketing advices to choose a niche. Uh, So I did that in the course industry. So started to really learn everything about it. And then I learned also, of course, what is what what course creators are really struggling with. So that was for me the moment that I'm like, okay, I know how to do this. I understand this. I can help them. And that's how Just Know How actually was born. And I just love it ever since. It's been two years road now, but it feels like I'm doing this for already for since forever. So it's oh. really nice. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, that's how you want to feel when you go into business. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So what do you love most about this niche that you're working in? I love because they're, they're always amazing people. They always want to help people. They're always like, um, they're, everyone has their business because they're in it for the money. Like, let's be honest, you all want to make money from it. Yes. But what I really notice with people that have an online program, they really want to help as many people as they can. And that's what I'm so excited always about. They're always very open. They're very eager to learn. And um, yeah, I, I for me, it's just a totally different target group uh, to work with. than if I work with people that are not in that industry, I really notice the difference of that they're serving people differently. Yeah. So do you find that their desire to to serve and to teach and, you know, all that comes with being a course creator, 
Uh, do you find that that gets interfered with for them when they try to do their own marketing, their uh, everything that falls under that umbrella? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like they want to give people information. And then, for example, a lot of times you give out a free download or a free checklist or something to trigger people, but they're already putting almost their whole course in it because they want to teach everything and want to give all the information. And then they're wondering, why does no one sign up? And, and that is just because they're so eager to teach people. They're giving too much information and then they're stuck with the marketing because, yeah, it's it's just hard for them to just not give too much information, but also to figure out what is enough, what is actually the trigger. Um, yeah, they straight go for straight ahead, go for too much information. <laughs> oh, can you tell me more about that? Because it sounds like maybe this is an underlying false belief that course creators may have that if I give away enough of myself and what I've created, that will make people want to buy. Yeah, it's I always say like, you want people to sell, uh, to buy something from you. But if you, for example, you would need to see it like this. So you'll want to sell the cake. So if you give away the ingredients, all the uh, utilities that they would need, and then the whole explanation how to make it, then no one is going to buy the course because you already, or the cake, because you already explained how they can make it themselves. And if you only give the, the recipe, or mm -hmm. if you only give, for example, the utilities that people might need, then they're like, oh, cool. But how do I do it? Yeah. And, and that's a little bit like you show already the teaching skills that you have. You show already that you know about everything that you know about this topic. And they are triggered, but they just aren't triggered enough because they don't know how to go further. And that will trigger them to then say, okay gonna follow this person more or I need to download more or I might need to buy something mm -hmm. and they think most of the time that like but if I don't show everything they might think that I don't want to share things for free and that I uh, don't value them and then how would they really know me and that's yeah, yeah a lot of times a false belief which I also had so yeah. I totally understand it yeah. So you had the same sort of false belief around, I need to give out enough. Yeah. I always thought, oh, I need to give out more. And um, for example, the free calls that the 30 minutes clarity calls that I had, uh, then I always added like, if you book the free uh, clarity call for to see if my services will work, we will also add like a free sales bid audit or something like that. But then I'm giving away so much information that I'm like, okay, now they already know what to do. So they probably, so you make a good, yeah, uh, they love you. They they will go away with like a very good impression of you. But the bad mm. thing is, of course, they do not really need you anymore. They, it's mm. like, okay, I've tasted all the chocolates in the, in the chocolate store. So now I never need to go back anymore. And yeah, it's it's difficult and you need to make those mistakes, uh, those mistakes to overflow people with information before you find out, OK, what is the right amount? And before mm -hmm. you really see and trust yourself that people can pay because your service is good. And that is, I think, until you don't really trust that moment that 
you mm -hmm. are good enough to get the money, you will make that mistake of sharing too much information. Oh, I think you just landed on something so important <laughs> that what was that like for you when you made that shift from giving away too much to finally being able to trust yourself? Good question. It's it was very difficult because you do feel that am I now not giving to less information and people are you're like going to make up all kind of excuses in your head and nonstop. And then after the call, you're like, oh, they probably don't like me. And they're like, oh, the girl only wants to make money. She doesn't care about my business. Or you're like making yourself so many excuses that yeah. it feels terrible. But then a day or two days after, and sometimes even like five minutes after the call, you get an email, okay, I want to hire you. Or even on the call itself, I actually noticed that it was way more valuable because they were way more intrigued to, to work with me. And it really shifted. So it really got to a point that I got gained more trust just by doing it. There was no other way. You just needed to do it and not listen to all those annoying voices in my head. And yeah. then after a couple of times, clients that that they liked it or they got back to you directly, like, oh, let's do it. That will gain the trust. But it was definitely difficult in the beginning because those bad voices are always there shouting and your voice like, no, you're doing well is the <laughs> lowest volume of everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's like you have to fine tune your hearing to be able to yeah. pick up on that so that you can keep moving forward. Cause it sounds like what ends up happening. sounds like I say that, like I haven't had this happen. <laughs> you end up creating your own suffering and just trying so hard. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think we are as business owners, it doesn't matter if you're just starting or you're already in business for 10, 20 years, the best thing we can do is making ourselves suffer. Uh, we all we that's just the best that we can do. We always do something or tell ourselves something that we didn't do it well or that we should do it different. And that will never stop. The only the at least I think mm -hmm. for me, it hasn't stopped yet. And so many people that I speak to, they still have it, but it's just, you're getting used to it more. You're starting to trust yourself more and more once you really have found the first trust in yourself. And then it just becomes easier to, to say to people, okay, yeah, I know I'm happy to help you more, but then we, yeah, unfortunately need to charge because I, of course, cannot give away too much. And then yeah. it just becomes easier to say that. Well, in the beginning, I was like, yeah, no, no, that's fine. I can do it for free. And then two hours later, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel that. Well, the, I think there's such a benefit to you having experienced that working with the clients that you work with because it, yeah. they're at that point. So to be able to empathize with them creates yeah. a dynamic that allows you to lead them in right yeah and that, I think that's really important because I've also created courses myself I also did a launch myself like a free webinar to really see 
How do they feel? How are you going to feel when no one signs up? How are they going to feel when this and that? And that's also also that trail is what I wanted to experience to see, okay, how does it feel? Because if you have the empathy, then it's then you really understand your clients. And then I also can say, you know, I know what you mean and I know how you feel, but hey. Just try to do this. Try for two weeks and see how it will change. And do it step by step. Uh, it's, it's much easier and um, that you know, okay, it might take a couple of calls before they do it because I have struggled with it myself. And right. that's, I am, um, for me, it really helps. This, it really helps that I know what they're feeling 90% of the times. So of course, not always, but <laughs> like a lot of times. Right. Well, I can imagine some of them are like, no, my, my experience is so unique. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, no, I don't think so, but that's fine. <laughs> right. So yeah. when, when they're going through that, then what is the biggest theme you come up with when they are right at the beginning with you and you're, you're helping them develop their marketing strategy and obviously what they're doing or what they did needs to change into what they need to do instead. Yeah. Wow. What, what's the best advice you can offer for those that are resistance or how do you work them through that resistance to changing tactics? Yeah, that's a really good one because often people think they're ready for change um but they're not and especially not in marketing because it's mostly the copy the way how they create their visuals or the colors they use or those small details all have impact and to tell them like hey you need to change you need to choose only four colors not use six colors and not use 75 fonts just use two and (laughs) those kind of things and like okay but what is your target group yeah it's businesswoman okay but businesswoman doing what so it's always that first step of really aligning their brands and making it consistent and really narrowing down the the target group what needs to happen be happening most of the time and that's Mm -hmm. so difficult because it's not working what they're doing, but then mm-hmm. if you give advice and tips, how it will probably go work, it's it's the same as they're doing. Like this, their, their course shouldn't need to be changed. Their copy, of course, needs to be adjusted, but it's not like they're going to a completely other business, but it feels like that for them because their baby is changing. Their copy is changing. I tell them if they focus only on businesswoman that they need to narrow it down to businesswoman that are coaches or that are content writers or whatsoever that they really need to be more strict with that. And that is always the first thing. And 80% of the time, it's also where the issue lies that the niche is not defined enough. And it's difficult because they don't want to um well they do what they say but deep in their heart they don't because they're like oh no that's too I don't know and and that's too defined and then I'm never gonna sell and blah 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 and I always say the same I always say okay perfect so you want to be doing what you're doing now 
that's fine. Then you pay me and you lose a lot of money because you pay me and mm. you're still not going to sell. But that's fine. I still get my money. So whatever you want. <laughs> and that's like super Dutch uh, mm-hmm. to be super direct. But then they're always like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. It does always help. And then I also give yeah. examples and examples how we can make the copy better if we change it and also how it will look if they only use one font and if they only use the brand colors and then they're really like oh wow now it looks so much more professional or now the copy is so much more structured and oh yeah yeah so then they start to see it and then it's like okay maybe this girl knows what she's talking about I will (laughs) trust it (laughs) But it's a, it's a process. Like you need to let go of your baby that you're used to. Um, yeah, and that's well, it is. And I think it's so valuable that you are able to confront them with their own bullshit, essentially. Because <laughs> <laughs> as entrepreneurs, we need to have people that do that for us because we do get too close to yeah. our, you know, our offers, our, how we serve people, all of it. And unless somebody grabs us by the shoulders and (laughs) shakes us, I mean, I think we've, we've all seen it multiple times when someone is challenged with something that seems obvious to everybody else and they fight for holding on to it. Yeah. So it's like you said, that's, it feels so obvious for them and so good for them, but so often I'm reading a landing page of course. And then I'm like, but what does it do? What, what do I end up? with yeah it's saying there I said no it's not it's not telling me how how good I will feel after the course like what why and that's because they understand it but (sighs) not the the people reading it and that's so different that Mm -hmm. to explain your course to people that need it instead Mm -hmm. of for yourself to understand it you need to write so many other things so that other people will know and think oh yes I need this that's a different way of writing than you thinking okay this is good information this is my course and that's a big step but once they see it like oh okay makes sense (laughs) I really want to focus in on that because I think that highlights the value of having you come into a business and do that for someone else because so often when we create something, we want to either, maybe we do want to do it all, or maybe we don't want to do it all, but if we don't want to do it all. It's, oh, I want to save money. Yeah. But that doesn't get us very far, does it? <laughs> not often. No, not often. And it's uh, fine. once they have made the step, like I need help and I need to do mm-hmm. something they're pretty open uh, to then that feedback, but sale, of course, it's, it's hard to receive the feedback and to say like, Hey, come on. Clearly what you're doing now is not working. Mm -hmm. Try to do this. But then the most difficult thing is marketing doesn't happen overnight. So when we're starting to implement those changes that I suggested, Mm-hmm. And then, of course, most importantly, also feel good for them because I will never do something if they're like, that doesn't feel like me. I don't want to do that. Um, but it doesn't ma- mean that the moment it has changed, that 
two or three days later, the sales come in. It still needs time and you still need to warm up the audience. So then mm -hmm. they're finally agreed and seeing that they need to be changed, changing a couple of things. But then they're getting like, yeah, but the sales still are not, uh, still not coming in. And why not? And why is this taking so long? So then there's another insecurity that pops up. So it's always like in the beginning is such a long road of insecurities and Sometimes I feel like the mean person coming into the business telling them like, you need to do this. And then I need to say, you need to be patient. Yeah, <laughs> It's difficult, but it's, it's, it's good because they're spending money. They know it's going to work. They're mm -hmm. open for it, but it's also scary because they are spending money on a total mm -hmm. stranger that's changing everything. And then they also need to be patient before the marketing works. So yeah. it's a difficult process a lot of time for them. Well, I think launching something, going into business, creating something and bringing it out into the world puts us in a place where we are the most uncomfortable, we're the most vulnerable, and it demands us to change and become a far better version of ourselves than most other things demand yeah. of us yeah totally and and it's vulnerable to put yourself online because go on social media and post a couple of videos maybe you're lucky and no person no one yeah how do you say it nicely no mean person will mm -hmm. respond on your video but maybe they will and they will call you fat and they will call you uh, like, oh, just another stupid person trying to do this or whatsoever. Yeah. And it will happen or not, if you're lucky, but yeah. there is a big chance it will. And then it's it's so difficult because you're trying to launch it. You're going, you're going to put yourself all up in the internet. And then the moment your website or your course or whatever is online, people just Google your name and your photo is everywhere and it's difficult. And then you have those haters and then it's, it's like, Oh, I want, don't want to do this. I don't like social media. I don't want to do this online business anymore. Yeah. It's like in the beginning, the insecurity is so hard. It's so, so hard. And then you not even speaking about the first time going on video. You're right. And it's like, it's a, big step to start an online yeah. business like it's huge and especially if you hire someone in marketing they will tell you to do videos they will tell you to make professional photos and stop making selfies and all those kind of right. things and yeah it's difficult you really need to put yourself out there and it's not always nice and no but yeah it can then you can go one way or the other you can yeah go I quit I'm not going to do it or I'm going to do it and I have to figure out how I can do it without feeling terrible and change yeah. how I feel. Yeah. And that is, I, I'm so, I find that so valuable that we have the opportunity to change ourselves internally through yeah. that. Exactly. Of course I do. Cause that's what, it's what Mark and I do. That's what we help. Exactly. People. Just want to say that. Yeah. Yeah. That in order to be successful or to at least just take the next step, you yeah. have to find a place within yourself to the strength to be able to do the next step without yeah. shutting down. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and it's so important because 
it happens to almost everyone I work with and it happens with myself like it's so important yeah well so you you shared with where you were at at the beginning and what that was like with the voices and then listening to that small voice and how it has served your clients so well so I'm sure you have some clients that are maybe on the other side of it now where you are too so What is that like with the, how maybe those voices evolved or how they show up differently? It's, it's cool, (laughs) especially in the (laughs) beginning when you're starting out and then you have, you, you have clients and it doesn't really work to marketing campaigns. So, well, of course that happens, but then more and more you finally see people changing and people really getting confident. And I know one of my favorite clients, of course, I love all my clients, but one of my favorite clients, she started with me almost a year and a half ago. And she was like, yeah, my husband doesn't really believe in this course, but I want to do it. So she was like very confident about herself and this course, but also like having the, the, yeah, the dawn feeling of her husband not really believing in her and that, that this yeah. course would work. So, yeah, it was really difficult because, of course, then also she didn't want to spend too much money. Uh, so at the end, we made like the package that it worked and she had 30K followers on Instagram. So she was really good on Instagram at that moment. But now, yeah. and her let's start, let's say her first launch was... I don't know, maybe 200 people that signed up on the free webinar and then 25 to 50 people, more or less, I don't really recall the exact number, signed up for a course. Okay, but now our last launch that we did in September, over 1,100 people signed up for a free webinar, over 230 yeah. people signed up for her course. She has over 110K followers on Instagram. She has people opting in for her free lead magnet every day and buying mini courses and whatsoever every day. And then I'm, I'm really like, oh my God, it's, and she's so changed before she posted just every now and then. Now she posts every day. She's super comfortable on, on videos. She still gets nervous with live webinars, but so, so much less than, than before. So she's so changed because now she knows okay, I proved my husband wrong because we made over <laughs> almost 150K dollars uh, off the course. And yeah. hey, it's working. And it's, I really love to celebrate that with the clients and how much they're like unsecure in the beginning and then totally changed and are so much more, yeah, happy about themselves and trust themselves so much more and easier to say to clients no sorry the guarantee only says seven days and you've already had 20 days I can't give you the money back and now they are able to do that but before they were also like oh yeah sure 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 and that's just for me it's just great to see that everyone has that um, roadmap of insecure to being a thriving course creator Oh, it's beautiful. Well, and it shows it's just, if you just keep at it. Yeah. It's, that's the only thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I love that story. Okay. I want to ask just one more thing. What is it for you that you really want? 
what do you want for yourself, for your business? Um, yeah. Wow. I, what I really want, I don't know. That's so difficult. Of course I want a lot, but mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so happy of where the business has, is right now in just two years and how it has grown and the financial freedom it gives and the opportunity to say no to, to people that I don't think I would like to work with. So yeah. I'm already there where I already always hope to be when I created a business. But for now, I would say maybe to become more of a speaker on, yeah. on those kind of uh, on course creation or course marketing on seminars, online, offline, doesn't matter. That would something mm -hmm. I think that would really nice to be an add on to what I do right now. Oh, yeah, that'd be fabulous. Yeah. What do you think keeps you from doing it right now? And um, yeah, I think I'm just still in the face of working too much, putting the business yes. and the clients too much upfront than everything else, because everything I start for myself, I don't finish yeah. because then I find something else from a client way more important. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that first. And uh, I think that's something that I'm still doing too much to to just think a little less about myself and too much about clients. And that is something I need to balance out uh, more. And I, it's getting better, but that's also yeah. probably because it's still two years still feels like new, like a new right. business, although it's successful and whatsoever, you feel, you still feel new. And yeah, so I think that's still holding me back because I'm still, it, maybe it's an imposter syndrome. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just putting it now too much of the focus on the client. So I don't need to focus yeah. on my own. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's so good to hear that that's because there are going to be clients that are going to do the same thing, especially right at the beginning, especially in the first couple of years. Yeah. And then to realize, oh, wait, there is something more that I want for myself. How can that fit in? What can I do instead? Yeah. But the work that you do and the way that you're able to showcase your clients in a way that gets them to where they want to go, even though they think that they, yeah. <laughs> that they might be right in that is, is valuable. Uh, so I want to, I want people to be able to find you easily where and I know that you get to pick and choose your clients. So that is, that's an excellent thing which should make more people go like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Don't go to the person that can yeah. take anybody. <laughs> so, uh, well, even though if they just want tips and uh, they don't look for someone to help them uh, personally uh, and otherwise, if they do just know how that net, that's actually the best thing uh to to find me it's my website or you can book a call but it also has a lot of articles about course creation platforms from courses and almost all the goodies people want to know perfect well stephanie thank you so much for spending this time with me thank and you. for sharing all your knowledge and what you do it's been fantastic um yeah thank you for showing up Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs>
Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.